Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Brett's over there an awful lot now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> made friends with my guys. second home. And now, now it feels like Brett works there kind of part-time. He's taking full advantage <laughs> of this. He's a greeter. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Welcome. There are guns to your left, there are guns to your right. Welcome. <laughs> now, Brett would be the one that goes, all right, all right, everyone out. <laughs> Gets excited. He sounds like Donner. Uh, anyway, so uh, M&P Guns, 12th Street, and Indian School. They got what you need. Man, they got what you need. And, and all this gun chatter and people barking on the news about restrictions this, restrictions that. It's just going to go great for gun sales. So get them while the price is still low because pretty soon these things are going to be like grabbing gold bars, especially the ammunition, which is already at an unbelievably high price. Uh, so hop on over there. They've got everything you need. M&P Guns, 12th Street, and Indian School. You'll see Brett say hi. What's up, Bert? <laughs> going to get some this week. Ammo? Some lead. Some, are you? Yeah. Let's Which, do it. For, what are you go- <laughs> He's Let's going to do it. He just invited himself. I'll meet you over there. I don't think you have a say. <laughs> We're going to have a mandate. <laughs> I think I think there's a mandate that Brett's going. That's right. There's a mandate in two meanings. A, we're going to have a nice lunch. You're going to pay for it. Second, <laughs> mandate. Brett goes. One of the ones I brought back from uh, Columbus from my oh, dad's yeah. collection. You want to fire him? 22 Magnum. Do you know how to clean guns? Do you have all the stuff? Mm, I do have the stuff. I don't have any of this I, stuff. You don't have to the clean stuff. them when you don't fire them. Yes, you do. I know. More do. important to I do it then because they can dry up. You're supposed to do it right before you shoot yeah, them. My dad does it all the time. He's on me. He goes, you can't just leave a gun sitting like that. And I'm like, what? What? It's in the case? Too? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he got all weird about it. And now I'm nervous. Like if I shoot, is it just going to backfire? No, it'd be fine. I know it won't. Yeah. But he's diligent about it. He's got it in my head. He plants the, those seeds. Of, oh, it's just going to explode. It's going to explode in your hands. It won't even be loaded. The gun's just going to explode. The wood's going to burst because you just didn't take it. You're not going to be able to get through the nine yards of ammo that we're firing (laughs) on. It's crazy. All right. Are you ready, Brady? Ready. Uh, It says, uh, I was going through some things this weekend and came across some old pictures of me and my friends in high school, and I had some pictures of me and my old high school girlfriend. My question is, what do I do with these things? Uh, pictures of old exes and stuff. Do I just toss them in the garbage, or do you keep them as a reminder of how dorky you looked in high school? I'm happily married, so I have no interest in any of my ex-girlfriends, but I'm just curious what you guys do with pictures like that. Thanks. You rock, Josh. Um, I think some of them are fun to look at. Yeah. It all depends on you know the relationship. What you don't do is like, ah, I wonder how my ex is doing. I'm going to start a relationship with them again. <laughs> right. I haven't thought about you in forever. <laughs> yeah, if it starts sparking How stuff, you doing? That's a good thing about being an ugly guy. I'm like a 1700s person. There's probably more paintings of me than there are pictures. I hate pictures. So I've thrown away 
almost every picture of prior relations. I, I don't have many. My mom's got a bunch from when I was a kid, but as an adult, I mean, except for when people take them of me, I don't have I any photos. I can't remember because um, I went through the boxes. I actually put them in storage, and I got rid of a lot of stuff last yeah. December. But I one of them I remember going through, I knew about two years ago, I had all the – the, the senior year picture oh. where they they used to well we used to do it in high school where you'd sign the back of your picture and give it oh yeah to the person and you mostly get them from girls or whatever and no, that's what you, you know you're funny have a great summer that's all I would get all keep in touch <laughs> yeah keep in touch you make me laugh <laughs> right I find you repulsive <laughs> physically that was mine. I got a lot of those. Quit looking at me. <laughs> Hope you change. I'm glad school's over. Sorry about your defect. <laughs> what? What? And I had a bunch of those in there. That that you were retarded? No, the uh, signed pictures. Oh, besides yeah. those. <laughs> yeah, but so you had a bunch of those. <laughs> yeah, I'm not letting go. Did you get of those. rid of them? Did you just throw them out? I mean, those are kind of fun because they're pictures of other people that are just kind of goofy memories. Yeah, that's how it's I looked yearbook. at it too. Is you know, classmates. Yeah. What what I should do is bring them back. At like, if I ever go back to another yeah. reunion, did you mean this? Yeah. You said keep <laughs> you, in touch. Do you still believe this? <laughs> that little KIT thing in the net. Do you still believe in us? What? Who are you? I'm Torp Bogans. Let alone trying to match them up with the people. Oh my god! Oh, man. Look for the balloon that used to be this girl. <laughs> I think they've done away with those. I used to do the reunions where they have the yearbook photo and the in yeah. your name tag. Bert, you uh, you've been through a divorce. Do you have any of the photos? You just I mean, kept. No, the, I got rid of them. You kept I, the I, videos, I think, though. All your videos. The only one. The only one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You got no, those. No, Bong the, videos. The only. The only photos. I guess I would say were like ones that listeners took of, at at a show. Like if yeah. I was sitting with her at at U Fest or something, because she'd usually hang out there. But well, for two. That's about it. Two Christmases and a few birthdays in a row. I had framed photos of my wedding and really nice frames, and I would give those out as gifts. <laughs> Frank still has pictures of me and my ex wife at at his house as, because the frames really nice. That's we had nice frames, but I didn't want them. And I didn't want the frames. I threw a bunch of frames away too. Yeah, so I yeah. gave I gave all that out. But I, uh, yeah, that's the good thing about being an ugly person today. I look at pictures of me in the past. I'm like, oh, I was rough on myself. I wasn't that bad. So I actually look at myself, uh, old pictures, as less dorky and more like, oh, I, I looked better then. So now I don't want pictures of me now because 20 years from now, that's going to make yeah. me feel bad too. Because I, you know, it's just not—it's not getting better. It's not like I look back and go, "What a dork!" I dressed funny, but so did everyone else. Yeah. Nothing about pictures makes me feel good. I don't like them. I never have, and I never will. So yeah, but to have pictures of an ex-girlfriend it depends. Do you have like naked ones? Do you have her in like lingerie? Those probably you need to get rid of. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have those around. Although hilarious, like when you're dead and your family goes through the attic of old pictures, and you've got a couple of couple <laughs> <laughs> of great shots from. That night, man, my yeah, Gramps was a player. Old man scored. That girl might be seventeen years old. Yeah, he was a he was a kid. He was a killer in high school. Took a lot of photos. By the way, speaking of seventeen and killers, watch the Pharaoh and Allen documentary on HBO. Yeah, today it's crazy how looking back now you can see everything Woody Allen was doing. It's so uncomfortable. The grooming? All of his movies. And I never knew this. Manhattan, which I loved Manhattan. I thought, even as a kid, I just liked it because it was, it, was a, it was a movie about New York more to me. And I didn't really catch the fact that he's dating a 17-year-old girl in this movie. 
And that's the crux of the story is the love affair between a 42-year-old man and a 17-year-old girl, and everybody seems fine with it. And all he does is talk about how much they have sex. And Who was the Manhattan? Was that? It was uh, Muriel Hemingway. And, Hemingway, uh, yeah. that's right. And then all of his other movies are just an old guy with a uh, like a teenager. And then, the, yeah, the casting never stopped. Nope. Either. Muriel Hemingway Scarlett was a Johansson. fresh 18. Every movie. Yep. And you go back, it's like an old man with a younger girl. And uh, Even after the yeah. fact that the whole- And they're all saying, it's like he tried to normalize this. He tried to make us- feel like this is a normal common thing and we did we got best pictures and nominations for all this manhattan's the big you know movie about new york and how it really encompasses all of new york but those stories about this old man dating a high school junior and she stays at his house and they do it all day long tells you a lot about the academy and well yeah it tells you all about uh, what jim brewer told us he goes the whole industry is about pedophilia Brewer told us that way back. I'm yeah. like, why did you leave show business? Oh, because the whole thing's crooked, corrupt. He goes, I'll come out with it someday. But that when Jeffrey Epstein got arrested, Brewer texted me. He goes, this is what I've been talking about with you. Yep. I'm like, Man. what? He goes, this, it, this is the tip of the iceberg. He left Saturday Night Live because he said that you know they'd stay up real late in writers' rooms and stuff. And he goes, I'm not saying who in the cast that did it. But uh, at about 2 in the morning, some very young boys were brought up to the writers' rooms. And I'm like, what? Whoa. And he goes, yep. And he goes, I'm not saying. Just letting you know. I don't know what happened. But I know that those people shouldn't have been in there. And they weren't writers. I'm like, whoa. So then you watch this and you're like, this was a full out like, hey, it's normal. This is nothing to be. And people kind of ate it up. You watch. The 70s were different, though, because they were that pretty darlings. Uh, or is that what that was called? Pretty baby. Whatever. Christy McNichol and Tatum O'Neill tried to bang Armand DeSante. Oh, yeah. At that yeah. girls' yep. camp, and they were teenagers, and Little he did Garlands it. Or, something like that. Yeah. He did it with Tatum O'Neill, and Matt Dillon banged Christy McNichol. Or what, something like that. Somebody was they yeah. were The whole premise was bang this old man, and he was in on it. Little oh, Darlings. That's it, yeah. Pharaoh and, uh, and Alan thing on HBO is like, it's, it's, it's weird. Uh, Dear Brady. I heard you guys last week talking about paying bets. I owe a guy 500 bucks for the Super Bowl, and frankly, I just don't have it. He's being really cool, but after last week, I don't want to be a jerk. Uh, so I mentioned that I'm going to pay you eventually. Uh, is that enough? Or would you prefer, if you were on the other end, uh, I give you stuff until we're even? I have some stereo equipment I could hand over right away that was purchased for $600. Uh, thoughts, Bezzy? Uh, uh, I think both scenarios would work. I mean, if... You can do it all in one lump sum, but just um, I would be I'm okay. To you in a minute. <laughs> I'd be okay <laughs> yeah. with um, barter town. No, if you gradually uh, paid it off. How about? Because I think there's always you still would have money to pay back the uh, the bet. You made a five hundred dollar bet. Yeah, not a five hundred dollar loan that can be paid back in increments. You owe that guy five hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm just so saying what I would do. Nickel and diamond it over time was not the bet. Bert, get some points on that. Yeah, get so some points. You're you definitely, big, you know, five hundred. Now yeah. you owe me seven hundred. Yeah, you yeah, got to. Yeah, I always exactly. look. You know, you looked at it that way. If you couldn't pay right away, you um, shouldn't have made the, made the bet. You should have made, made the bet. bet. Yep. And first of all, you get stereo equipment. You say you got six hundred dollars worth. Pawn it, unload yeah. it, sell it, do whatever. Yeah, get that's from that. That's on you. Yeah, that's I don't want not, your yeah, junk. Right. I don't want your junk laying around the house. I don't want your extra steak. I don't want a dinner. I don't want any of the. I don't want your old Armani suit. I want the money we bet. I'm not going to be a dick about it if you keep bringing it up, but I want the money in full. And I would also answer that question of how have you been paying your bets in the past? I don't think he's done it a lot, or he wouldn't have made a $500. No, but, he but can't it's bet. the guy that is owed the money, 
Yeah. If you have ever paid a bet back over a period of time, I have never done. That's like a need, payday loan. Then you yeah. need to yeah. do that if you're, you know, the bet is owed to you, and you did that to someone else. Yeah, it's not. You need to allow that. I don't make bets unless no. I can afford to pay them. I mean, it's I don't just, think it's reciprocal in the ways of this is how you did it, so this is how I'm going. It's like, no, we made a bet for five hundred bucks. However, you choose to do it makes you the bag. I'm not going to fall into the trap of going now. I'm the dick who nickel and dimes it. I made a five hundred dollar bet. I pay a five hundred dollar bet. Yeah, now, it may take me time, but you're never going to see me without me going. I know I owe you five hundred dollars. I screwed up, and I'm going to give you five hundred dollars. Do you want points on that? Because I'll give if, if if you say yep. three, I got three months to do it. I'll give you extra. But you don't make bets like that. We did this last week, but he's asking, "What would you do?" You don't give me your junk laying around the house. No, you sell your junk until you have five hundred dollars, and then you give me that. That's just it. Yeah, you pawn it. You yeah. go to get a payday loan. Do something. Yeah. If you're willing to part with it, yeah. you're willing to pawn it and sell it. Yeah, when you get to that level of that's a big money, bet. it depends on who you're betting. Yeah, it's not like it's, it's ten a, bucks either. Yeah, we're talking that's about a big bet. people that are betting that. Uh, it sounds like both parties would be sweating over the bet. It seems a little heavy. Yeah, but you made the bet. Well, hey, you made that bet with Gutentag, and she was like demanding to pay you as soon as it was over. Tr- that's how I like to be. With yeah. It. Oh, if yeah. I, if, if I remember, I had a bet with the, my buddy JD, and we were uh, through phone texting back and forth about the uh, the Canelo fight. Uh, on Saturday, and he goes, "You still owe me fifty for." And I'm like, "I do," and he said, "Yeah, I think we bet on the." I'm like, "Oh, I didn't even know that. I totally forgot." It was a Lomachenko fight, and I, I said, I, "If I owe you, I'm paying it." I don't remember making the bet, but I'll take your word for it. That's how I don't, you could tell me right now, John. You bet me two years ago on this thing. I'd be like, "Did I?" Because yeah. I'm going to assume you're not going to try to fleece right. me for it. But I'll give you the money right away, even if I didn't make the bet. That that falls on you later for being a dick for lying about it. Yeah, you make a five hundred dollar bet. You better have five hundred bucks handy. Or you sell your garbage, because I don't want to be the guy that goes. Well, Toledo paid me for crap last time, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get them back. That's what chicks do. I give you the five hundred bucks to make you feel even worse about how you paid me, and then stop making bets you can't afford. Yeah, keep them quiet on this one. Always quiet on these. All right, Uh, dear Brady. Everyone at my work calls me Isthmus. You're gonna like this one, because one day two years ago I came out of the bathroom and I had pee stains on both sides of my legs. (laughs) And left and right. So they said the penis in between meant that it was landlocked and there was water on either side. So now I'm Isthmus. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, it was funny at first, but it's starting to piss me off. Huh? Clever choice of words. Uh, some of the girls are calling me that here in the office in company emails, and they don't even know the reason why because they weren't here when it happened. And explaining it makes it worse. Do I retaliate with nicknames of my own or uh, go to HR or even fire off an email saying, stop it. Sign TT. Wait a minute. Your name's TT? <laughs> <laughs> You're a mess. Isthmus. Isthmus. If it's really bothering you, yeah. sounds like it is. Oh, yeah. You go to HR. You think? Yeah. God, I'd have a tough time with that. And if they don't stop, you're going to get paid, my friend. You're, you're right. I, I want to. I want to use like HR is break glass in case of an emergency, not just because my feelings got hurt. You know what do you do if the nickname all of a sudden he's had it for a while, a couple of years. Yeah, and so a new employee comes in there, and that's just his nickname. Isthmus? Has no idea about the background story on it. Why do people call you that? Nobody would ask. You'd ask. Call me Ismus. Call right, me Ismus. Until they find out the story, and it's like, oh, he's all right with that. Okay. He pissed himself at work a couple years ago in both legs and khakis. <laughs> That's a funny story. It's a great story. 
I don't think it's uh, you know something yeah. that's going to be. Don't go to HR. You're Ismith because you peed your pants at work. That's yeah. on you. <laughs> that's on you. You should have wiped up. I bet you. I bet you what Ismith has done for you. That's a tough nickname. Has made it so you don't leave that bathroom without a dab and a, a wipe. And you're making sure no more drops are dropping. <laughs> Look, Ismus has it again. But he never wears khakis again. Ismus. It'll never be topped. So basically, <laughs> he flopped to the left, dribbled, went, ah, flipped it over to the other over-corrected. side. Overcorrected. Overcorrected and then made, <laughs> and made two pawns on either side of the Ismus. Whoever came up with the nickname, is the, that's fantastic. <laughs> You can't go to HR with this one. HR is for real stuff. You know, otherwise you're just a complainer. Nothing really happened to you. If you, Brett pisses his pants here at work, you're never going to hear the end of it. Never. Toledo hasn't paid a bet to Dom for 12 years. And still, every time we talk about bets, his eyes get big. Like, here we go. I'm going to get hit with this. <laughs> Come on. That's hilarious. Where you, I mean, Governor Ducey, you'll be able to handle that nickname for a long time. <laughs> oh, it's not. <laughs> Although I bet you we've all had it. <laughs> all right. Uh, dear Brady, I heard a guy at your work, or I heard a guy at my work call another guy uh, the N-word, and they are black men. I am so wildly uncomfortable with that word that I get stressed out about it uh, completely. I get stressed out about work conversations anyway. In fact, I get nervous when John uses the beeper on the radio sometimes. What would you do in this situation, Andrea? Um, most of the time I, I kind of brush it off. Like if they're talking, you know, if you don't agree with the way a person's talking to another person that I try not to let it bother me. You overheard something. Yeah. You're not in that conversation. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, you know, it would get really uncomfortable if you started using it. Right. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Exactly. Were they calling you the N-word? Yeah. That's different. Although I would... I'd be laughing. I'd, be, I'd love every second. <laughs> I, I'd be honest. We had two, if we had black people that worked here, other than... I think we have two, right? Kenny and Imani. Oh, yeah. And I don't Kenny's see not them. here much, so... Right. I don't see them talking a lot. No. But if they called me the N-word, I would take it as, like, street cred. Oh, yeah. 100%. Giggle. I would, I would giggle. Oh, I'd be laughing. I'd, be, I'd run to yeah. them. I'd be like, I'm in. It's the secret handshake. <laughs> I'm not going to say it back. I've but, been accepted. Yeah. Like if Kenny said, hey, get over here. Come on, help us out. I'm like, all right. I might even like strut a little and do like that 70s. <laughs> the, the George, the, the the George, George Jefferson, Jefferson walk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I couldn't help it. I saw my uh, buddy from OU um, back in the college day. Oh, boy. They still, uh, my friends will still call, what's up, my Nilla? Oh, geez, that's no good. They're all white, though. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, that's fine. They're my black friends. They're totally allowed yeah. to do that. You can't. But they call you Nilla. Yeah. Because you're vanilla. I, think, yeah. I get it. They don't call you Isthmus? <laughs> no, not What's yet. What's up, pissy pants? Give me five years. 
What's up, Betsy Wetsy? <laughs> I mean, it could have, your nickname could have been so much worse than Isthmus. Isthmus is clever. I would have probably gone with Betsy Wetsy. And two years later, people calling you Betsy Wetsy would have pissed you off. Uh, finally, Dear Brady, too many kids, man. Too many kids. My liberal garbage workplace is giving people days off for their kid days. Essentially, it's for single moms who are unable to get a man to love them, so they live alone and need time off to cart Jr. <laughs> or the future pole stewardess to and fro. It's garbage. <laughs> future pole <laughs> I like that, too. <laughs> That's good. I have extra work now because I have to cover for mommy days. I don't have any kids, and somehow that's keeping me from doing just one job. And also, I'm not allowed to complain because when I did, they just said, you don't understand. How do I fix this? Tevin. His name is Tevin, and he has no kids. I'd have lost that bet. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I don't know. If they came to you, Tevin, and said, you know what? We know we have kid days here. We're going to give uh, – if you don't have kids, you're allowed a couple more uh, right. personal days. That'd be great. Would you take that? Heck yeah. Okay. It was like yeah, smoke no. breaks at restaurants. Yeah. I always got mad at the smokers because they every three hours I'm allowed a 15-minute break. And all us non-smokers would have to pick it up. But if I ever stood out in the alley and did nothing for 15 minutes, it would be called being lazy. So I don't like uh, when work has the you can do it because you've got this and you can't because you don't. Then the, just, I never thought that you should get a tax credit for your kids. Then the next question is how important are those days off for you? Is it worth to have a couple of kids get, get a couple no. extra days no. off? No. <laughs> no. Nothing. No. Nothing. Absolutely not. Right. The, the people that have, I, you know. I'm on both sides of that. I mean, if you're you if this. you're allowed to have a day or something right. like that, like something's going on at home, sure, I definitely you lose uh, a sick day. Say, you know what, family over work, sure, you lose a sick day. Yeah, you don't get extra. I remember. Yeah, but it can't be held against you. It's just counted as a it's a sick, sick day, day. Yeah. and you don't you only get a few of them. Yeah, yeah sick day or vacation day. Right, that's, that's you don't get you. extra days. I remember when girls started uh, at the zone, started that whole wellness day thing. What's that? Uh, it's when you feel good, but you don't feel like working. What? So you got extra days on top of your sick days. Then what's like? I uh, think everyone mental health have, day. Yeah, mental days? health days. How many are there? Like in I don't even know. You get in our those? Company. The sick day. Do we have those? Mental health. Days? I thought. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. How many? I don't know. <laughs> See ya. As many, many as you want. <laughs> I don't even know about this. How are they going to st- stop you from taking a mental health day? I got two busted in the hips day. and the shoulder. All I'm thinking about is anesthesia and miserable surgery. You think got a I'm big mentally week. capable of being? I got a huge week. I got to get to Sun City in 30 minutes. <laughs> I got an hour and a half. I got to be sitting in Sun City with 90 year olds getting my chest x rays and uh, EKG. And one sneeze. You're going to clear work. that I'm gonna room. Up, yeah, I'm going to kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been vaccinated. Wrong. <laughs> Go f- yourself with kid days. It's nobody's fault you have a kid. That It reminds me of that story I saw on CNN the other day. That lady said, I can't. Work a full-time job and raise my kids. It's not fair. Who told you to have the yeah. the crotch fruit? It's not, it's not fair to the guy who doesn't have kids who can work a 40-hour week without interruption. Sorry, lady. That's your decision. I know it's tough. You knew it was tough going into it. I would Mommy say, you know, find days. a company that does. I, I don't – I mean, if a company chooses to do that, that's – That's fine. That's fine. But and so better, this guy going to work for that company yeah. – if you knew that going into it, if but it he might not you have. enough, like, I'm not working for a company that But Brady, they might have implemented this after he started yeah. working there. Well, and if they're only giving it to mommies, they can just leave work whenever they want. 
you're going to have a huge problem on your hands when the guys like him are like, well, screw it. Then I'm going to take three hours off for no reason, too. Yeah, and that's why they came up with the personal days. A lot of companies. Probably. The smoke yeah. break was the same thing when I worked that's at Tony Rowe. Yes, I already told I you that. Yeah. Yeah, I was sorry. I was listening. That's right. I know. <laughs> but it's true. It's the, And even said that when I worked at Tony Roma's, he's using my story against me. Yeah. But no, it's the it's – the, Fact is, it has to be there for everybody. Whether if this is if they have mental health day and sick days and vacation days and also mommy days, then you need yeah. to have guy who doesn't feel like being here for a couple hours days. Because if it cause Toledo, you've had that. Yep. I got to run home. My stupid kid missed the bus or whatever, yep. and then you come back. Yep. But if you do that three, four, five yep. times, and we got to cover for you, or or so Jeremy sits mm-hmm. in, or somebody does your job for you, he's going to get the job because right. right. he's more capable right. of being here. Work is about showing up. It's ninety percent showing up. Mm-hmm. If you left all the time, I can't do the Brady report because Kirby fell down. And all right, well that's once. Last week it's because she, you know, had no shirt. This week it's because she's blah blah. blah. And it also teaches your kids that they can just fall back on you. You're always going to show up. Always there. That you'll come running at whatever. Can you ever imagine your dad getting a call saying, "I need you to come help me. I've screwed up." No, me neither. No, my dad would basically say, "You're on your own, Tommy." Yeah. I don't have any. I don't have any pants on. Guess what? (laughs) We wear pants. Sorry about your luck, pal. This is going to be a tough lesson day for you. Depends on what it is, I guess. Injuries, you leave. Yeah. Dummy stuff? My dad always had the flexibility to, you know, but that's the... So did mine. Yeah. He wasn't using it. No, but I'm saying if if there's something that was a family emergency or whatever... That's different. A family emergency is different, but being stupid. Yeah. My dad would tell me to pack it in my ass. Get the hell out of here. (laughs) Wow. Like a dad that says, pack it in your ass, boy. Yeah, he's right. But if it's about taking him to T-ball practice and I can't be at work, no. That's a firing offense right there because that's just leaving. That's just running errands during work. I remember a couple of uh, guys decided to coach. During, they'd have to, they'd, during work? Yeah, well, the practice would start at you know 4 o'clock and you're yeah, supposed to be working okay, until but if 5 it's like, and they would leave early. It wasn't that big of a deal. But you have – you know, people habit. are saying, hey, you're – Leaving early. If you're leaving somebody else to do your work because you've decided to take on an extracurricular thing that gets in the way of work, that's not – that ain't cool. Right. That and if right. the company moves on, like, look, we're not – you're not hitting your numbers right. or they, whatever they it is. They tell you, look, you, you can't – You make your own bed. A company would go, hey, it's getting in the way. Yeah. Cut the coaching. Well, I need a coach day because that's the same thing as mommy day. It is a little uh, more difficult, isn't it, on the – on the mommy days or the parent days. I don't know. Like if all of a sudden it gets Shouldn't to get the a... point where you're taking so many and you're like, there's just too many days. You're going. But it's probably not even mommy days. It's probably, I got to leave from two to four today. It's just boring. Oh, yeah. It's not an official yeah. day. I'm only, I was only yeah. gone two hours. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, and then they come back. And then, they're start, and then you're like, I'm not doing your job for you every time your kid has to go get popsicles. I'm a single mom. No, this is not my fault at all. Once you enter the business door, sorry, I don't have much empathy for what's going on at home unless it is a real emergency. But if he needs to go to class birthday party, yeah, uh, right? I had to go get ice cream because we forgot it. Sorry, that's a you problem. That's your issue. Yeah, I have no. I don't have much sympathy for the whole mommy day thing. It was an adjustment when you know they finally were came around to maternity leave. And maternity leave is a thing, but you know what I don't think is. Paternity leave. I think you can take a week or two as a man, get used to the baby in the new setting. But those guys that are taking six months off, you're milking it. And I understand why. Totally milking it. But you don't need that time as a guy. 
Well, and then no, no, I want to get a wage. I mean, uh, yeah, I know. Because I'll the, go to work. The, yeah, I'll take a second job. <laughs> if the wage earners uh, the other side of it. Well, that's uh, fine. Yeah, but and that's know, why the woman but is going one, to work and right. dad so is Mr. Gonna, Mom, yeah. yeah, right. But that's called you don't work anymore. The wage earner is working, and the other person has to take their time away from their job to do the baby thing, which is the right thing to do if you can do it. But if you can't, you probably figure that out because I don't know when work became the sympathetic island of. I get it. You can go anytime you want. I don't understand that. And it's going to get worse now that they've discovered that they don't need you in the building anymore. Everybody can work from home. Mommy days are going to be 10 times worse. I was here. I was available. Exactly. How come, I, how come nobody ever gets their job done? Mommy day. <laughs> you don't think Tripp's handing out mommy days left and right, Dominic? I think she needs a mommy day. I don't think he's ever going to say that. <laughs> Looks like somebody needs mommy day. <laughs> you know what never happened? Daddy Day. I watched that Will Smith movie when he was trying to make this pursuit of happiness. He drugged that kid all over and made him sit in the vestibules of buildings. <laughs> Daddy's got to work. You sit here for eight hours, don't move. And the kid just sat there. Well, he was interning to try and he became something. He worked his ass off. Did the best he could. Kramer versus Kramer. Remember? Yeah. Kid fell off the jungle gym and he had to leave work and work's like, you can't just go running out. So my kid had an emergency. I don't care. Mom's for it. The good old days. The good old days. <laughs> when a man had to stay at work because, yuck, going home was awful. There's kids. Sorry, son, you got to bleed out. Yeah, pretty much. Real emergencies are a real thing. But that, yeah. you know, you shouldn't be doc pay for a real emergency. But Mommy Day is just a sick day. You can't work, you don't get extra, extra. It's like that maternity parking at Walmart. I throw my car in that every time. <laughs> a, it's not a law. B, it's empty. And C, it's not my fault you couldn't close your legs. You can't walk all the way to Walmart 15 feet. <laughs> Mo- expectant mommy parking. <laughs> you had all the energy in the world when you were a reverse cowgirl, and all of a sudden you can't walk? <laughs> you think the walk from the parking lot to the Walgreens is going to be tough? Imagine when you're dragging 18 pounds and doesn't want to be there. You need to walk more. You're the one putting on all the weight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm on a tangent. Anyway. You didn't take any daddy days when Kirby was born. Kirby was born uh, on a Friday, Friday uh, Thursday late. I, missed, yeah, I think you I took Friday, Friday morning, which yeah. is great. Alex, good on it. Saturday. I'm getting a surgery Friday. I don't have poor pitiful me. We're getting vacation next week. We're burning vacation days because I got to lay there in a sling for seven days. What you need to do is that following week go. Ooh, geez, guys. I uh, need mommy arm hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not so good days. <laughs> Poopy pants feeling days. Can you work? Well, I could, but my arms are throbby. Sorry. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're going to have menstruation days, and I got cramps days. Sorry, it's called work. I don't like this stuff. I don't like the new world at all. No. It's awful. Brady, you want to take a day off? More days off. I don't know what mental health days are. I've never taken one of you. No. Have any of us? No. Just, I just don't feel like it. <laughs> have we? Oh, I just is that available on our ADP uh, yeah. time card? I don't see I it on that thing. That. Yeah, look, because I don't. Whenever we approve time cards, I don't see the "Did you feel like working day?" <laughs> and they don't carry over. And I think that's the thing <laughs> yeah. is that yeah, yeah. I've got <laughs> I have mountains of not using <laughs> mental health, and I'm a mental basket case. I should be off for months at a time. Anyway, boo hoo, life's hard. Get to work. You know what's going to be a real tough mommy day. Single mom is when they fire you for not showing up all the time. Now you don't have any money and a kid. 
It's not fair. Whatever. There you go. Brady, good job telling those moms where they are. Enjoy your day off. <laughs> you handle that. Yeah, you get the rest of the day off. Good job, kid. Uh, that is what Brady did. It's 98KUPD. Oops, I hit the wrong button. Yeah, I want it. You really, really, really want it? Yes, I really want it.